music has a big role to play in creating awareness on COVID. Because there are so many things people don't know. And the only way to communicate to these people in the languages they can understand is only by using music. The music they understand. That's the language they understand. Music is at the heart of many African cultures. This week, Africa Science Focus hears how music can also be a game changer when it comes to fighting disease. I'm Sally Amutabi, and this is a Side of Net production. As Africa's urban populations boom, remote areas can easily be forgotten. While the cities have access to modern forms of communication, Rural communities rely on traditional methods to share information. Reporter Michael Kaloki has been feeling the rhythm and learning about the different ways that music is being harnessed to promote health in Sub-Saharan Africa. Music is an example of an art form that has been used to create awareness about various issues. One musical instrument that is used by communities across the continent is the drum. In many societies, drums were traditionally used to relay messages, often across long distances. For example, to inform the community about approaching danger or to call people together for an important meeting. Edward Habuye is a Ugandan drummer who has been involved in projects where music has been used to create awareness about health matters. In Mukono district, that's where I live, and uh, I was working with a group called Cheza, and drumming basically, but this was not just a performance for entertainment. This was a performance to educate people on issues concerning the cancer. Cancer is a big problem where I live. Uh, we were able to reach between six to 10,000 young people. We trained them to carry on the project in their societies. My name is Edward Kabuye. I live in Mukono. Mukono is 20 kilometers from Kampala. I'm an artist, I may say, though people call me Mualimu, teacher, because that's where so many people are known to me by teaching to them the African music, the use of music in our communities, and so on. Okay, and from your perspective, what effect did your work, your project have among the community that you live in? Were people more aware? Yeah, interestingly, when it comes to social behavior change, because most of these diseases come to us through our behaviors. So we are trying to use this medium to create awareness people to learn how to change their behaviors so that they can keep their health. Uh, a monitoring team 
revealed to us that our project was quite effective because as you may know in social change people learn well through their cultures and drums is part of their culture so it was easy for us to make them understand this awareness because we are really communicating direct to their hearts um okay so on to my next question what effect do you think generally that music and the arts has in regards to creating health awareness in communities on the continent music as a science because music is a science it needs to be understood uh generally we have a big problem because this music we are doing is not music for commercial purposes and people we can't sell it we only need support so to get support to reach communities it becomes a big problem because even the media has not helped us enough so that we can reach communities using this medium uh, foreign music has really interrupted our programs because that's what is on waves all waves around Uganda and other parts of Africa uh, the media plays music which does not really educate communities so music for education has been put down because it is not yet supported however all the little we've managed to do so that we can reach our societies has been effective programs that focus on technology to deliver health information can overlook communities in rural areas where access to television radio the internet and electricity is limited and literacy rates may be lower let's take a listen to some of the music that edward has produced as we hear just how important it is to communicating with africa's diverse communities Um could you tell me a little bit about the project you are involved with in Kenya? Uh in Kenya I worked with a organization called Artnet and we are doing awareness on HIV AIDS. This was uh, around 1998 between 1998 and 2004 we are able to sensitize young people on the use of condoms we traveled the whole of kenya doing that project with the support of usaid and this program really worked very well in fact if it wasn't for such programs to be in kenya maybe kenya would have been on the worst side on the hiv aids problem One public health specialist using music to tackle the coronavirus pandemic is Dr. Joy Mugambi. Um it's a fantastic way of passing key health messages. We've used it even now while passing the covid messages to our clients. We teach them to sing uh for uh, the, the alphabet all the way to 
from A to Z as they wash their hands. And that has taught them that it is possible to maintain the one minute as they go about their duties. Dr. Mugambe is secretary of the World Organization of Family Doctors Africa Region. She believes that using the arts in healthcare shouldn't be exclusive to rural communities. When we do have immunization programs, you'll find um, communities do coming up with some traditional music that they use to communicate to the community. So this has really helped uh, healthcare practitioners pass the message over to the communities and ensure that health and well-being is being enhanced. Preventive messages are being sent out and the communities are changing using music and also is serving as a means of therapy where art therapy is being used in quite a number of uh, hospitals, the modern hospitals. Uh, you'll find like Nairobi Women's Hospital in most of them. There's a musician who who comes in, plays the guitar, calms the pregnant women who are at the waiting bay. And this really is quite uh, calming to the nerves and mental health of the clients that are attending the hospital. It is currently actually even a course that is learned in terms of art therapy and music therapy. So yes, there is a bright future when it comes to introduction of music within the healthcare system and also in terms of prevention and promotion. Uh, passing out the messages to communities using a language they understand and in a fun way makes it an easier way of communication. Dr. Joy Mugambi explaining the therapeutic potential of music. Alex Seruyange was in the audience at one of Edward's concerts. When I watched music campaigns that were we are brought to create awareness about health. It gave me hope that there are people who still want us to live on, despite of our hardship of the diseases which we are suffering from. So I learned that even have their own health health problems, uh, for instance, candidiasis and the rest. So they were preached. On, on that campaign. Very many girls were tested and very many healthy health materials which can help with them once in a while. So the campaign was good and it went well. So generally, music has become an important tool for communicating health issues to communities on the continent. For Africa Science Focus, this is Michael Kaloki in the Kenyan capital, Nairobi. An encouraging report of the role of music in healthcare from Michael Kaloki. Now, it's time for a Q&S segment where you ask the questions and we find the answers from Africa's science experts. This week, we hear from Anne Ihoma in Lagos. What would you like to ask, Anne? I would like to ask... What is the relationship between having babies and climate change? Thank you. 
Here to give his opinion is Obaisi Alano Lua, an environmental and sustainability expert. There is a side expert. of those people who believe that having more kids is increasing carbon footprint. Why? Take for instance, if you have two more kids, there's two more kids who will need more food, who will need more resources, who will consume more. So if they need more food, then more land needs to be used than was used to cater to the needs of those people. In the process of preparing that land, trees are cut down and there's deforestation and because of urbanization those kids will want to build their own houses and have their own accommodation and in that process using cement they are contributing more to climate change and global warming so the people who are arguing from the point of resources are arguing because they have the knowledge that the earth has a certain carrying capacity we have finite resources. There is a limit to what the earth can sustain. We are using and consuming the earth resources in a manner faster than the earth can replenish them. This is why sustainability conversation comes up from time to time. So, and that is because of the explosive population growth all around the world. So some people believe that for us to sustain the planet, and to sustain the existence of mankind, we have to reduce the number of children that we have so that we can reduce the resources we are consuming. A really interesting question and answer there, thanks to Anne and Obaisi. And that brings us to the end of today's show. If you have a question like Anne, then get in touch. Send a text or voice message via WhatsApp to plus 254-799-042513. You can subscribe to our program and download episodes at www.sidev.net. Today's program was produced by Harrison Lewis. The editors were Fiona Broom and Jackie Oparafatoye with reporting from Michael Kaloki. I'm Sally Amutabi. See you next Wednesday. This program was funded by the European Journalism Centre through the European Development Journalism Branch Programme with support from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. <laughs> <laughs>